following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. There are 12 good reasons to be afraid of the dark, and every one is a killer. Can you name them off, Toby? <laughs> no. That didn't take long at all for your family. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> wow, bring oh. home milk. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's it's kind of a drinking game for some people. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're like, how long is it going to take until something... Uh, you know, I got to say this, though. We've went through probably seven, eight episodes in a row. That's generous. Like two or three episodes in a row where Justin hasn't fucked up the intro. So, I, I mean, good for him. I beg to differ. <laughs> you guys always say that, but I can just easily edit it That's out. That's what I'm saying. He right. But that we know. For what people listen to on here, it sounds amazing. But see, there it is again. <laughs> Welcome take, take to the Boundless Pod Trap movie review. God dang. We have a very special night. We have a very special movie. I am your host tonight, Lonnie. But we also have a very special guest host in studio tonight with us. We have Omaha's favorite son. We have... <laughs> We have world champion. We have amazing comic book shop owner. We have all around good guy, owns more Hawaiian and flannel shirts than anyone else <laughs> on this planet. We've got Dave DeMarco. Hello. Dave, how are you? <laughs> I, am, I am great. I don't know if I can live up to that effusive praise that you have just laid out. Yeah. <laughs> It's good to have some class in the studio for once. <laughs> yes. Now you were just reading the notes that he gave you, right, Lonnie? Did yeah. Him? Yeah. It was on a twenty. It was. Uh, it was great. <laughs> Do we have? I'm yeah. slipping. Are what? we splitting this, or is he giving us? Are uh, you paying him, or is he paying you? You get to hey. sit next to him. Yeah. Oh, that's your payment. You're gotcha. holding his hand the whole time. <laughs> we're gonna sit on laps here soon. Right. Right. It's probably this clarity <laughs> lemon lime <laughs> CBD soda I'm drinking. Kicking oh, in. You just gave him a plug, so you're going to get a life li- a life long yeah. supply. I could sell him for five bucks a can to all these smelly uh-huh. hippies here in Omaha. <laughs> Dang. But with me as well, I've got uh, Morrissey and Robert Smith's bastard son, Moody Jeremy Lubash in studio. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> Great. With that intro, I Waiting guess. Waiting to hear mine. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Hear, let's hear his. And I've got uh, Opio himself. <laughs> Justin Milani. Come on. Come on. I thought he was going to go with like default character again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Create your own character, Justin Milani. Generic man. All right. All right. Uh, Well, let's get to know Dave a little bit before we get into this. Yeah. Dave, tell us a a little bit about yourself other than my grandiose intro. When I say you are a world champion, Dave, and to a lesser extent myself. It's true. One comic book shop of the universe. In yes. 2015, 14? 14. 14, yeah. How many universes were they 
well, judging. The, there's a multiverse, right? All That's the whole them. thing with comic books. They're in, an infinite number. Yeah. So this is a pretty big deal. Yes, in 2014, my humble comic shop, where Lonnie was working at the time as our magic guru, uh, we won an I, a Will Eisner Spirit of Retailing, which is essentially the comic book version of like an Oscar. There's different categories like best single issue, best trade paperback, best cover art, all that kind of stuff. And there is a best comic shop and it's judged worldwide. And ours was a unique situation where we shared the uh, award with another shop in uh, Melbourne, Australia called All-Star Comics. It doesn't happen very often. I think maybe Damn twice. Damn you, All-Star Comics. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He's amazing. So, yeah, it, Stu like, is a great guy. Mitchell. And, uh, was super, Mitchell. Yeah, super great. And we are thrilled to share. Like, basically, if you're on the equator, it's a coin flip on where what story should go. But if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you come to Legend. If you're in the Southern, you go to All-Star. Yeah. So that was really neat to share it with him because it was a whole unique thing. It doesn't. It only happened like maybe once or twice before. And out of the you know 3,000 some odd comic book stores worldwide, only 36 have Eisner's. So it was neat to bring it to Omaha, and it was it was really fun. And the fact that we'd only been open for about four years when it happened, Man, so it was like just some babies. Yeah, right? so that was pretty cool to to pull off. Other than that, I uh, so I'm a super nerd. I like comic books. I like horror movies. I have three rescue dogs, a lovely wife named Michelle, and a giant poofy cat named Duncan. Uh, and that's pretty much my entire existence: is comic shop, my animals, my wife, and. With COVID, I've lost all sense of self, so I kind in of... In that order? Yeah. She better not listen. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, she pushed me. She was the one who made me open the shop. She said she wouldn't be with me anymore if I didn't, so... Is there, just, is there one location, Legends, or is there a couple? No, just have? the one. We, we've we batted around the idea of opening up a second, like, in Lincoln or something, but there's, you know, there's comic book politics where I don't want to, like, step on the toes of stores that I, that I like, and there's a store in Lincoln called Trade a Tape that I have been a fan of since I was younger and so I don't want to as long as they're around I don't want to like encroach so we'll go ahead and give your shop a full plug oh okay uh so legend comics and coffee uh we're at 5207 Leavenworth Street we are a full service coffee bar we got a drive-through we have all the comics collectibles all that sort of stuff and I think we have one of the nicest most knowledgeable staffs and the whole point of coming to see us is to just be able to engage in this medium that we all love in comic books so I always liked their shop because it's like so clean you kind of feel like a little distinguished too just pulling out the long <laughs> drawers you're like whoa yeah it's an interesting setup with the yeah. drawers I like it oh I that, well, it that keeps was the entirely... dust off it first I mean like yeah yes uh, when I used to work at another shop where normally comic shops just have back issue bins that are open and I was tasked with cleaning them out and you'd be like gum and use Kleenex and things in there so one of my things was I don't want back issues that are just open I want people to be able to browse them but it's a lot harder to like surreptitiously like cram a Kleenex in there if you have to open a drawer to do it and I have not had clean a single Kleenex out of those now drawers. Now, when you say use Kleenex, <laughs> I, which which way are we going? I'm, there? Uh, the, the, no. Is it a sad oh, okay. tissue yeah. or a happy tissue? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a like a lazy tissue. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm excited about this movie. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's uh, do we have the synopsis for it? Yeah. So oh, what is the movie? Oh yeah. So right. this have, movie. Oh yeah. We better have him introduce. Yeah. It. Let's have yeah. a guest take okay. it away. Yes. In a grand I, way. So I apologize. Uh, <laughs> this. This movie on its face may not appear to be worthwhile, but there are things about it that I find important and I like to talk about. So, the year is 1986. The movie, Neon Maniacs. It is as though someone went to a spirit Halloween store 
and bought him out and said, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Little synopsis about this movie. A group of teenagers in San Francisco discover a nest of homicidal monsters living in a tower of the Golden Gate Bridge. But when they try to tell the authorities, no one believes them. That's the IMDb one, isn't it? Yeah, straight off IMDb. One sentence. Real bad. (laughs) Real bad. He'll have probably a better way to wording this. I mean, what would... Your synopsis. What would Dave yeah. Dave DeMarco's synopsis of Neon Maniacs be, other oh. than why? <laughs> um, well, let's say, oh God, so like the elevator pitch. Okay, you've got the classic setup of a slasher film, a virgin of like unrequited love, the kid who knows everything, right? The monster expert. Like your punky Brewster. <laughs> well, yeah, by, by way of Tony Basil in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have... Uh, like we couldn't decide on what monster we wanted them to face. So we decided they should face all of them, but <laughs> generic monsters, <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing that stands out, nothing with like a personality. Just what if a soldier was bad? You know, what if the uh, Native American was bad? <laughs> I don't know. Like, That's, the movie makes some choices. We Those could, are like the, the prime, like the soldier one was more prime in like the, and but like the three, there's twelve of them. Are supposed to be twelve of them. Yeah, there's there a are twelve. Lot more but like than you only 12, see like the yeah. samurai, the Indian, and then like the Wolfman, Leather is that, Daddy. That, yeah. His name is Ape. So yeah. I think he's okay. a, so he's, a okay. I just I refer to him as Daniel Bryant the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, like, what is so, he doing? <laughs> so there's Axe. There's Hangman. There's you should just play samurai. The, you should just play the trailer. It names them all. Oh. Ape, archer, axe, decapitator, doc, hangman, juice, mohawk, punk biker, samurai, scavenger, slasher, and soldier. How many times are you going to name samurai in there? It was just the first and time. And uncredited two lizard, cyclopean lizard monsters called scavengers. Yep, and there was Doc. Which you don't know that from the movie because I had to do some answer uh, research on that. I had, I had scavengers in there, so. Oh, well, hey, right. <laughs> well, yeah, it says scavengers, so I don't know. There's what those, two of yeah. them. All right. Yeah. Those were very. <laughs> Lonnie's going to throw something yeah. at you. You cut him off like three times. Yeah, yeah. Does. It's okay. It's okay. You got to let him talk now and then. He, he has to get it out of his system. But then oh. people stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's go round the horn a little bit before we get too deep into our thoughts about the movie. Give our reviews on this. I'm going to start with Justin because we got to start lowest to highest here. <laughs> Justin. Well, you don't know anything about Jeremy's take on it. I, You know, I, I have a feeling there is no Asian people and or fighting in this movie. So I feel like yours is probably going to be off the lower. charts, man. This is off the charts. Off the charts. Let's hear it, bud. Let's hear it. Uh, because, man, for me, watching this, it had a strong opening, which for me also, it didn't reflect the rest of the movie. There are some pretty fun. It not that it doesn't take itself seriously. It, I observe this as a. What about the movie <laughs> Neon Fucking Maniacs with that cover? I observed this made movie you as think like this movie was going to be serious. I feel at like all. I feel like every knowing that they had like its hiccups during the production of this. I feel like showing up on the next day of set or so. The energies were totally different. They didn't even know what they were filming, or they probably filmed this all out of order. I don't think I'll watch this again. I didn't hate it. I definitely didn't like it. I watched it five times. But I'm going to need you. (laughs) I'm going to let you guys uh, try to sway my opinion. But for now, I'm going to put it as a four. Head's higher than I thought he'd go. That is. I think that's respectable for a movie like this. I I think IMD. Like your alpha dog. IMD (laughs) puts this at a five. (laughs) I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes is, but yeah. I think it's like a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Jeremy, go for it. All right. So um, this movie was definitely very cheesy, bad acting. The audio in it was terrible. Oh, my God. uh, (laughs) Storyline, it was there. The, The special effects were not the greatest. With all that being said, this was everything I love in an 80s slasher film. It took me back to some of the earliest horror movies I remember watching when I was younger, and it made me feel good. And so with that being said, I did not care for the ending. Uh, and normally I do a lot of- What res- ending? Oh, exactly. <laughs> normally I do a lot of research, but with work being so busy, this time of year is the busiest time for me at work. I didn't get to do much research, and Lonnie kind of- tuned me in on the reason why the ending was what it was is because they ran out of money and we'll probably get into that here soon but because of the ending dropped it down a little bit but i'm giving it an eight dave i know this movie is your baby (laughs) but let's hear it okay so i'd like to set up a scene just so to explain myself okay so when i was young my parents were very very strict they wouldn't let me listen to the radio because who knows what could corrupt me on the radio. And they certainly wouldn't let me watch horror movies. So I didn't have, I mean, I was, I would have been nine when this movie came out. So I wouldn't have been watching a lot of horror movies anyway, but I didn't really have any perspective of horror movies. So I saw this when I was spending the night at my friend Mike's house and it came on TV at like two in the morning and I watched it. And it was just like, for my nine-year-old brain, I was like, this has like all the monsters. Like I got like an entire years worth of horror movies in this one movie and it had a character that has since become my favorite trope of all time and that is in Paula the person who like it's the same with like Mark in uh, Salem's Lot or the Frog Brothers in The Lost Boys that was my very first time experiencing the kid who knows like because they're good at monsters and nerd stuff that they can save the day and they find like the monsters easily exploitable weakness and all that it just is like a great melange all coming together for me at nine years old where I was like, yeah, this is the best. I didn't understand, you know, the movie like, cause yeah, it doesn't have an ending. So it makes it, I just thought I was too young and stupid to get it. But I know now that there's just actual story problems. But when I was nine, I would have given it a 10. So now that I'm 44, I give it a nine. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so I'm going to tell a little bit of story, how, I, how my movie watching process goes. So usually with every movie we do, on the podcast is I'll watch it twice. I'll watch it once just to watch the movie and feel the movie to be like, okay, genuinely feel how I feel this movie to get an honest like review of the movie. And then I'll watch it again to take notes and feel it. I'm not shitting you guys when I say I watched this movie literally five times. I watched it today when I came into the studio because I had time to kill because I fucking love this movie so much. Like Jeremy said, this is what you think of when you think of 80s slasher cheese. Other than Doc, one of the maniacs, there's literally some people you'll see 30, maybe 25, but five to six credits on everyone's imdb this is a movie of nobodies the acting was generally so subpar and so either underacted or overacted but it was to the point where it's so fun and so charming and i i I keep looking at you and smiling because (laughs) you said took themselves seriously and there's the only thing that took itself seriously in this movie was the battle of the bands yeah that's yeah and that was the best scene <laughs> one of the best scenes that in was this like movie. a good 
percentage of the entire movie was three full songs. <laughs> and the, the thing about this movie is, it, and I read a lot of reviews and people were like, this movie's boring. It only had three good scenes in it. That's fucking 80s slasher. That's all you need. There's like three pivotal sections of a movie. The beginning, the climax, and the resolution. Like you need three scenes to keep a movie going. And this movie had it. it had the beginning, it had the train scene, and it had the high school scene. That and that's train scene is really great. it. The train scene was amazing. I, I legitimately think that that is like shades of like American Werewolf in London, like the, right. The running through the train, the whole thing, the desolateness of the. And then everybody train. keeps on switching their position. Like the guy's in the front now, the girl's in the front now. <laughs> right. And the fact that and it all resolves with the fucking the train driver going no smoking on the train, <laughs> and it's just. It's just a line that he probably ad-libbed, and they were like, yeah, fucking yeah. Was he on the bus, he said no smoking Oh, yeah, yeah, bus, yeah, yeah, where they rips off the arm. Yeah. It's just certain lines in the movie that, you know, they were, yeah. I give him props for wrestling a prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's selling right there. So let me guess, Lonnie, you're giving it a 10. I'm giving it a 30. <laughs> on our on our real scale. Oh, yeah, so yeah, a 10? 100%, 10 out of 10. Yeah, this movie, the... And we'll get into the things I would change. And I don't even know if I would change, but if I would, it would be, yeah, we'll get to it. But this this movie was almost perfect. So that Uh, gives us a BPT rating of eight. Yeah. Ooh, that's one of our higher ones. That is. Higher. <laughs> Seems all right. Fucking Neon Maniacs higher rating. <laughs> well, the, the crazy thing about this is like the majority of the killing takes place in that first scene. Right. And it's just like, because you're expecting more throughout the movie. And it's like, well, you're really not getting it. But yeah, I made a, well, towards your comment, Jeremy, like, like it didn't really have an ending. I feel like this movie could have ended anywhere and you'd still have like the same feeling. Like I love obscurity, but uh, this movie had it. Yeah. I was trying to follow so much and I understand like your position with that. Like I'm probably going to be the one who kind of dogs this. And and you have every right to dog and I recognize that completely. (laughs) When I watch movies, I think with anybody or I mean, I'm very situational. So when I watch movies, I was, I was opening or open for this, you know? And then, um, with its strong opening, so you start off with the fisherman, and then he comes to you, he sees like the skull what? in the door. And strong opening, he finds no, no. a random fucking buffalo head with their headshots. <laughs> well, for me, I was like, oh, the fisherman is being baited, and then it's like, oh. oh, okay, that's the only thing I can pick out of this. And then, <laughs> Uh, but he's at the golden neon maniacs. <laughs> Justin finds a way to, be, to slide some philosophy into this movie. Oh God! But then that was my expectations, and I was like, I can't, I can't pick anything. And then I was finding myself, I'm like, I'm just picking out all the bad stuff. But then there is a a a twist, I guess, in how I was feeling about it. But yeah, yeah. that that was just the opening, the, the strong opening, and then everything else just like obscured. I was like, I like obscurity, but like. Nothing is like making sense here. Like I couldn't understand if it was like because after they kill everybody in that park, and I'm like, I don't get this. Like, and after you figure out that it's water that kind of kills them, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, blood is like ninety percent water, and the back splatter on that. Like, what's going on with that? And they have beer, and you know, <laughs> That's like impure water. Come on now, <laughs> Vam- vampires can't cross running water, but they drink blood all the time. No one ever complains about that. <laughs> it's like, did any of that get in your mouth? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's get into this movie a little bit. We've already talked about the beginning scene of the fisherman in the... I would like to know where that, like the skull with the cards came from, because it's a weird little like, okay, it I is. guess. The thing about this movie that I love, and it's it boggles my mind when I watch 
uh, movies like, you know, like the Highlander that somebody sat down and was like, I'm going to create a whole mythology that's just going to fuel this whole movie. Immortals, a, a perpetual sword fight, the Kurgan, all this stuff, the quickening. And it, the movie doesn't ever really explain it. It just is like, this is how it is. Right. To me, Neon Maniacs is like somebody had an idea for a monster movie, but with, I'm going to say depth, but they just didn't know how to realize the depth. Because they that. clearly had like, these monsters live inside the, a Golden Gate Bridge tower why are they coming out? Where did they come from? Apparently from like a dimensional ambulance, I guess. Which didn't make right. sense. I mean, a high tide would kill them. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yet somehow, uh, but yeah, so, and the fact that they're all based on, you know, just like weird, they're, they're, they're all anachronisms or whatever, right. just like coming in. And there's something about it that's just so refreshing versus like, yeah, it's a guy with a knife. Like, because if you look at every, to me, every 80s slasher movie I, I've seen hence, it's just like, Hide this, your face, have a knife. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, the Bible Lady Valentine, you know, the Friday the 13th, all that. But this is like, no, we got a freaking robot. <laughs> There's a goddamn robot right. walking around. It's like little leather daddy. I'm like, come on. Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gets his gimp, ass you know? kicked, by the way? He yeah. does. Like, yeah. that, like he's a shitty good, fighter. If that guy, he's a horrible conductor, too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're just pressing shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's there's an attempt to do mythology. It's just executed poorly and because they there was a lot of turmoil and they ran out of money and had to come back and reshoot things and yeah. all that and that you know that doesn't make the movie better you have to judge it on what made it I, to the screen i do think they did a good job because i mean some of the maniacs were recast and some um, two even three people right. filled the parts and you can't even tell the difference that it's different people yeah. maybe because it's a lot of shadows maybe pretty decent prosthetics right. but it's like even with going back to like the water analogy i'm like they all look greasy or, or wet and like, are you dying? Like you got to be hydrated to kill. <laughs> like they have like the playing card. Oh, I, I don't know if there would be. This movie makes, sets it up for a, for merchandise to have playing cards and stuff. Like, and I love like the toxic crusader, shops. like playing cards and stuff. I used to have those, but I mean, they were more like tarot cards. They were larger. But they're all like candid shots. They like yeah. head up and like you guys. <laughs> I think secretly Justin loves this movie. Yeah. I have not, he just wants to. I haven't even seen one this shitty much thing. energy out of his own movies that he picks. <laughs> He's pretty excited about this. Did you well, see? He oh, said Swayam. Did you see that uh, at one point there were to be twenty-seven maniacs? That is a that is a film fact that really? they had twenty-seven and they had to cut it down to the twelve. Towards the end, I was like, "Who are like all of these?" Because it did look a little bit more like twelve. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, one of them probably has like a, a, a Klingon Batleth. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> what is that? They even in the trailer when they start, when my very favorite trailer voice, Percy Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, the best trailer voice of all time. Uh, he lists off 10 of them. He leaves, right, out, right. He leaves out two. And that was a strong opening. I'm like, none of that follows. I feel like they, the writing did, as you said, like maybe they, they had like compared to like the lead actress, Natalie, had like a little amnesia. Right. I'm like your friends just died, and like, okay, I'll go to a movie with you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but nothing yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing scary. So this movie was made for 1.5 million. Yeah, not a very not a, a big but, budget. Like if you think that, about I it, mean, a million five is a big budget for for the 1980s. That was kind of a lot of money for where where did that go? Like I I don't know. Well, they, there yeah, was a, filming and loss filming in San Francisco. Probably yeah. I think that I I'm not a special effects expert, but I. Consider like uh, compared that this movie to like Pod People or one of those kind of like Mystery Science Theater fire right. movies. I think it looks pretty good as far for what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Absolutely. so it fits in its era for sure. Yeah, but I know they had like issues with like I uh, well they 
got was it bought out or so the company switched yes. and they didn't give back people who are part of the set stole a lot of the stuff never came back some of the people who are oh i guess one person in particular i forget the name but he has like his own little blog life journal or whatever you want to call it and pictures of onset and yeah i'm like well that's kind of fucked up they weren't even going to reimburse all the stuff that you guys did have they just took the money and ran with it and eh. i think um when the girl's filming and the, the zombies or monsters or whatever and the one falls in the puddle of water and that's yeah, what yeah. she discovers i think that took a lot of money that was like i think the best special effects right. throughout the whole movie and, and she didn't even get a good shot she didn't oh, man <laughs> well because they can't be filmed or something uh, yeah. i don't know they use cotton candy is what i read they, really they, they made like uh plastic or whatever skeletons and they packed cotton candy onto it so that under in, in water it would dissolve that's that's Practical. what you know people give me shit because i hate cgi I and I prefer practical effects, especially in horror movies, and that's why because that is creative beyond right. belief. To to even think of that, who, who thought of that? that? They deserve an award, <laughs> and maybe they did get an award for this movie. I don't know. I, I doubt don't, it. I don't think but, so. <laughs> see, I was completely confused with this movie because I'd never heard of it, and when we were trying to figure out where we could watch it, Nicholas Cage name got yeah. his name was dropped so in this. And that, I'm like, was, that was that probably was, my that fault. was on me. I was thinking the color of space. Yeah, oh, the color out of space. I think I dropped the name Nicholas Cage, and then me and him were kind of going back and forth. And he brought it back up and was like, "Well, I was thinking Mandy because it's also like a neon cover, and the color of space is also similar to that." And I was like, "Nicholas Cage isn't in this." Yeah, and this is so, back in '86. I was so confused. I was, I was like, worried yeah. you thought it was the uh, neon demon. That's the that's the uh, one. That yeah, I could see. with uh, with the other fanning. Yes, and, and just the I, title that's a alone. Great movie, yeah, I'm like, there is nothing neon about this '80s movie. There's not even the neon color or anything. I mean, like, no. what is the neon title for? It Did is you sound uh, cool back then. According or? to the director, it is to reference the fact that these are all like new. They're new kind of maniacs. Like, uh, they're just yeah. Neon means new, not like the lights. Right. So I guess it should have been neo neo maniacs. Neo maniacs. Yeah. Uh, but if you look onto its other titles, it was also called Evil Dead Warriors. So that was its potential other title. Never would have went anywhere. No. Because <laughs> neon maniacs like, what's this about? That's right. Cool. The title's compelling. What does it mean? But the bubblegum crisis anime that I love so much. I don't understand. It's about robots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like going back to like the park. So all these people just, you know, you get like a, a blowjob decapitation. Yeah. Which, How would you not know, by the way? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the teeth like, might clamp down. That must have been some like, good, like, <laughs> suction power. And then it wasn't. Or, like, terrible. <laughs> like, she's really awful at it. So you're like, oh, this is a dead fish. And then when she's literally a dead fish, you're that like, shot, though, improvement. So after they do the decapitation, it shows, like... Like a, a little bit of hair a, fall? Yeah. I'm like, where's the blood and what? why is it just like this little piece of hair? Where's the head? Where's the, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the head on her hair. It's like, did he miss? <laughs> it was what? his hair? Was the dude? Yeah, was, dark hair. Was the dude. It didn't match. Was the dude going to town on himself when he got the foot on his face? I think so. Okay, I kind of thought so too. I He was just laying with his, like. See, I, I think, I thought he was He looked strong. like he was gyrating quite a bit, but it was never implied if he was. It was dirty see, feet. See, I need to watch this movie again, too, to pick up on stuff like that. <laughs> you can see the corns on his feet. Oh, this movie also introduces the concept of the final girl to me, because uh, the, was her name, Stephanie? Right, the main the Natalie. 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 Natalie is she is a virgin and all that, and right. part of it. Right, and that's the whole thing is that it's what they should always do in any other slash movie. We hurry up and have sex with somebody so Michael Myers will leave that's you alone. That's what I thought right. was going to happen, but they still kept on coming after her. I'm like, well, that's fair. You know, well, every I mean, every they time they want to get rid of uh, they have the Donna, maniacs. Though. 
I assume Donna's a virgin. Donna? Paula? Paula. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The best part of the movie, Paula. Yeah. Paul, yeah. Paul, I, I agree with that. Paula was What's my that? favorite. The actress's name thing? is Donna yeah. that played Paula. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Paul, I called her Paula Savini the entire time because her place was awesome. Right. <laughs> That's like my right. dream room back in the day. And but Back in and, the day? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Like, you got these two TVs. You do all your little editing there. You got all these little monster masks and everything. I'm like, I had a sit and spin. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my favorite things about this movie, and I I wrote it down. My favorite quote in this movie was uh, between Donna and and Cozy. The actress Paula. Or Paula, Paula. the actress Donna. Yeah. Conversation is, uh, did you hear that that sick sound? Yeah, it was creepy. Probably your mom howling out her anti-sex warning <laughs> <laughs> i do like that one she did have the best lines for me the like what she was cop. talking to like the cop and yeah. like you know and and the pigeons it's like i like to press them between a book and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great at least maniacs like chicken wings so my favorite scene was the train scene i just thought yeah. it was there's very few movies out there that when there's like a chase on where i'm like oh my god i get tense and that really had me tense I'm like mm-hmm. they had them right on their fucking heels the whole time like, that i called it out too i'm like they just put what was it they, a little string or something around the doors i'm like the indian has a spear he can just stick it right there. oh yeah. okay he's doing it, he's yeah. doing it. <laughs> okay he got <laughs> it good on him there was one part though because they were like on their heels that whole chase and then all of a sudden there's like 50 feet between them. like how did that happen so that that was the only thing I did not like about. They had to wave the signal <laughs> for the door to open. I, uh, well, yeah, but yeah, no, I mentioned too audio in this movie. Oh like, my god, that I, was the worst thing. I hate making movies myself. I was gonna say, audio as we know, audio is the, hard the and worst expensive. Thing. But it was just like for a movie like this. I mean you would have thought that it would have been passed a little bit better through inspection and whatnot. But it's like, yeah, there were times where like it's showing the close up of the guy and you can hear like a fan audibly going in the background. Then it cuts to her and it's not there. And it's like that, stuff like, like that. And they were cleaning up like the gook, the gook, yeah. <laughs> the way spunk. Yeah. That's what I call gook. You ready for the gook? <laughs> yeah. But like the, when they were putting it in the bag, it sounded like chips. And like it's a, like, <laughs> It's like, gack. All right. Yeah. That's like that Nickelodeon gack. Oh, I remember that stuff. Oh. Oh. Justin, we got to get audio of you saying, you ready? <laughs> you ready for the gook? A clean one? Yes. Are you ready for the gook? <laughs> what's the, what's the technical term for when like somebody said something, but you have to go back and redo it. And there it's like always a little off from what the actual sound was like, like doing it in post. And yeah, like a, there's like a word like, AV, like AVR ah, or something. Holy like folly. Folly is like sound effects, but like going back and, uh, ah, shit. Sorry. Dubbing it. Yeah. Cause I know there's a bunch of times where like, clearly the, it's very like obvious that somebody was saying something that they didn't say on. Yeah. Right. And that was like, uh, when she's calling out for Steven, when they're in like the battle of the bands, it just, it's, yeah, it rings wrong right okay, things yeah. that i never noticed when i was little because i didn't care into the the casual i thought that viewer. was rude of her she's like oh my god the indian i'm like that's that's a <laughs> exchange student you can't well, do that the, thing is, the, the casual viewer of these things don't really pick up on things like that like i do because we make movies so right. i don't know but that just bothered me that was the one thing and then i thought too is like is it because it's on youtube because that's where i was watching it maybe somebody mm-hmm. uploaded it right wrong. i have it on blu-ray so it's still that way okay <laughs> well that was one thing watching it on youtube when it first started and it went to the skull 
with the headshots in it, I'm like, this is obviously fucked with. Like, someone put this scene in there. <laughs> this can't be in the actual movie. And then I watched it again on Tubi. Yes, Tubi. And it was weird. still in there. I'm like, <laughs> all right, deal. <laughs> I went back to YouTube because we have YouTube Premium and there's no commercials. And there's a commercial every 45 seconds on Tubi. God, yes, that's annoying. So let's get to one of the biggest controversies in this movie. Controversies? Who, who won the Battle of the Bands? <laughs> was it the Outlaws or was it Jaded? Uh, due to their name, they they were nothing outlawed about <laughs> their little band. Now, there. <laughs> now, I will say Baby Lied, that song has been stuck in my head for days. Like, that song is fucking great. Or what's the other one? Where it's Let like me we, ruin your evening. We won't yeah, ever that, stop or can't get enough. And I got enough of them. I'm that like, song stop. sucked. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was bad. That, the, the slow jam? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That the, song was terrible. It's a battle of the bands. Why are you... That song that... <laughs> slow jamming. Sounded <laughs> like it was it was for, for Natalie. And she's like, yep, taking them shit. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah, with that... Also, with that, that scene alone, like, with the fire hose part, I was like, that's total bullshit. I've seen Little Rascals and Benny Hill and, you know, Three Stooges. I know what a fire hose, you know. She should have been lifted up and, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, right. What around. was she doing there? There's no adults there. And, like, 15 or how many? 15 uh, yeah, kids were killed? Old, well, and then how old was... I didn't Ola? understand that because, like, when she was talking she to was her friend... in the high school. I don't so think she was, though. Uh, because she was talking to her friend and her friend said, like, yeah, the Natalie, she goes to this school. And then she shows up at that school. Yeah. It's like, is that your school? Or did you just skip whatever i guess she could be like a middle school i i mean she's so little (laughs) i felt like it oh she felt to me like she was like 13 14 maybe a freshman but i don't think she went to natalie's school honestly she was there a lot and she went to the dance and there were absolutely nobody checking tickets just as a dracula Dracula, (laughs) she was like mom i'm putting on my or trying on my makeup it's like you only have the teeth in clearly her parents (laughs) didn't care what she did like right. they were absentee parents like just don't burn the house down yeah they know her do- she's not having sex well she is the most responsible one there <laughs> it's, it's true. like without her nobody would have survived found- yeah. Right. yeah they're all dead they didn't believe her they're like water huh she's like yeah i fucking killed one yeah i didn't get that they got well when the soldier shows i've seen what happens when people bring guns to a concert oh, yeah this this movie is banned now i mean you can't uh, everything about this nope. movie is terrible yeah <laughs> nope <laughs> um but no back to my question jaded or the outlaws i'm 100 percent jaden crushed you only got one song band. from jaded it doesn't matter yeah. that song but he's like we've had enough fuck yeah like a wannabe we've had enough. alice cooper just whipping <laughs> a little thing Ooh. i I love 80s music, but I'm not a fan of hair band 80 music. So. Get out. Doors right there. Yeah. <laughs> Swings both ways. Shut so, it on your way out. Don't trip over the mic. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm going with, what was the, na- the name of the other band? The Outlaws. The Outlaws. And Jaded. Featuring okay. Steven. Yeah. Steven. That was, Steven. That was more my Steven. 80s kind of music. The song is I in didn't, the trailer. They like, the, they like the song enough to put it in the trailer. I'm assuming because, like, all the popular or the hot guys died like and all the girls at the concert were swooning over steven but at the Take time drink <laughs> but at the time he You're was drunk. like the uh the loser of the school or so yeah it, which i'm like what weird. happened to his popularity in the next few days i mean he's just you really well they all all the hot guys died you're right yeah. they, it's, they gotta fill the vacuum <laughs> zero <laughs> zero time for those vaginas to dry up just like oh one to the next was he a grubhub driver too uh, was like well, his family had a his, store. A that store, was, so yeah. he was just a delivery dude from his his. Well, this is in. Uh, so when I went out to, I moved to Los Angeles when I was in my twenties to go to film school, and I was shocked that you could have groceries delivered. 
in like California. That was like the big thing for me. I was like, I get beer and smokes just brought to my house. <laughs> this is incredible. And so, yeah, so I, I, Steven is just one of those guys. Yeah. The pink dot guy. <laughs> so. and it, yeah, he was, you got to put these straight into the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> They're perishable. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, yeah, do it. Do it. Put it in there. And tile, tile countertops? Who has tile countertops anymore? That was oh, weird. Oh, I'm, more. I'm sorry. Not in my, sorry. In my, my child. My, my family owns a tile company, so yeah. everything in the house is tiled. The bed's tiled. Everything's tiled. <laughs> what? A tile bed? Ouch. Everything is tiled. Going back to like the concert, they bought all these as, as a solution. They bought all these water guns to hand out to people, but Natalie did not have one. And they were already squirting everybody yeah. ahead of time. But yeah, right. she had Can't a trust fucking kids. She had a a um a tactic that she used a few times in this. Like if she wanted to get rid of the maniacs, all she has to do is get wet. And she did it when she went swimming. <laughs> and she did it when she fucked the dude in the science. You know, losing her virginity in the science class. Yeah, like, it's a. It's a oh, Steven! It's a I don't get that either. I don't get that either because like the cops were watching the school on the outside, and then once they heard gunshots, boom! Yeah, all you see is them, you know, closing in, making out and stuff, and implying that it's going to be sassy time. Yes. And then they're in the uh, the cops sassy. interrogation. I think the idea is yeah. that when that happened, the maniacs like, uh, we're done. So yeah. did they finish? Damn it! Yeah, I think that okay. I think that is the huh. idea. Yeah, the cops come in. They and... broke in. They're like, damn it! It's like, oh, they're they're <laughs> doing the nasty. Doing it. She's lost to us now. Well, yeah. I mean, they won't be coming back. She lost her until virginity. Until he finishes. I'm still getting over Justin calling it sassy time. Sassy time. <laughs> sassy time. Sassy time. That's what I have to call it because I have kids now. So you want to do sess? Okay. <laughs> play that Among Us? Much sus? better. Okay. <laughs> Daddy yes, and mommy are having sex. In all realism, we've met his wife. It's like, can we please do sexy time? <laughs> oh, I'll, be, I'll be the little spoon. Take it out. Oh. Take it out. Take it out, please. <laughs> I'll let you lift me a couple times afterwards. <laughs> oh, shit. Your yeah. wife so, is a scary woman. She's She's okay. Just not as scary as these maniacs. Woo. <laughs> leather daddy. Uh, we said this. Crystal. <laughs> we said this earlier. Doc, the only person really in this film. He was my favorite with maniac. film credit. He was the Wishmaster. Yep. From yeah. from that, he has over a hundred and some uh, film credits. He was on Lost. He was on, yeah. He was the main terrorist in the movie Toy Soldiers with oh, Sean yeah. Astin, which I actually legitimately love still. I do like that movie. Yeah, the doc was my favorite and the security guard that he killed oh, with he like the three ended. inch eyebrows. I'm like, what is out on his face? Looks like huge caterpillars. <laughs> but yeah, it just goes and rips those ribs out. He had, he had like the most like through line of his maniacness other yeah. than like hangman. Right. Cause hangman actually hanged a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone else like Archer, he shot a dude with an arrow, but then also his arrow, he, shot a foot he looks like a medieval Archer, but his arrows all were like what I would shoot. Like Kelvin. Well, they had like the plastic feather. Oh. You know, they were like camp arrows. Yeah, <laughs> they like, were like safety 19, first. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-five deer hunting arrows. That, yeah, even though he looked like he was from yeah you know, medieval times. The uh, bus when she slammed the bus window were bus windows that sharp back in the day? No, they were just that weak. Or was he sweating up something that was just ripping his arm <laughs> off? <laughs> That's a, you know, it's, maybe they are made out of uh, ectoplasm, or again, it's it's like a mythology that isn't there. Because that, there was a theory I was I was hearing about, like it's kind of like a combination of like maybe gremlins and Ghostbusters. Like the maniacs are actually ghosts. They just you know because they come back at you know after a they while. They regenerate yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So what the, the come into like a goo or gook 
Yeah, and then they go back into their, they never lock their door. It's always open. And what anybody, that, that last scene where they open the door and check like just the entryway and then everybody leaves and then the guy, the chief comes back in and explores a little bit more and sees, I'm assuming it's the photo booth because the lights are on and that's where they make their candids. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they got their Photoshop going and yeah. everything. I wanted how I wanted this movie to end. I think would have been too much. Like everybody leave, and the chief goes in and opens that door, and he like drops a bag of gook, and he's like, "There's your kid back," and like he knew him the whole time. Or oh. he was the thirteenth maniac <laughs> chief. Yeah, and, he, like, and he, he's takes like an his evil face off. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like a zombie cop. My friend. You know, I think Justin should have had the bag of of it. He should have opened it and like, you ready for the cook? <laughs> <laughs> he starts smearing on him. He's like, Gah. it's gonna be coming out of the fire hose. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he just opens it up and all the gook sprays on him. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh, this was a good one. Yeah, deep. Justin, you love this movie. Change change your rating from a four to uh, I can't. I gotta something. keep it at a four. I I completely understand. But he <laughs> loves it. I, like, show this I will have I, people over to there, the house. There is a positive thing I do see about this. Like you haven't the, said anything negative about it though. Everything I've been saying is negative, isn't it? I don't Not understand this. Like the movie could have ended at any time. What like do you it's, want? Yeah. we don't understand the goddamn thing about this movie, but yeah. we're still watching it. The, the lesson that I get from this movie is like, despite everybody's differences and culturally ethnics and class and occupation age their genetical differences are their particular handicap if they got like a little hook or something like that <laughs> it's like none of it really matters like anybody from any group or pride or crew they can all come together and celebrate the pastime of murdering horny teenagers and taking selfies that's true i like it so that was glamour shots i show this movie to anyone like if i have people over for scary movies that have never been over to my house before i usually will say hey let's watch neon maniacs just because it sets the tone for anything else like what made you watch the possession if you've ever seen that movie it's like <laughs> this is not a movie i want to watch with a bunch of friends drinking beer neon maniacs i think is a perfect like if you look up at any time, something spooky is probably happening, and that's okay. If you're trying to pay attention to it, it's not. It's not that kind of movie. Right? Right. It's, it's, it is designed. It's just to, a fun movie. Yeah. Right. If you right. ideally, you're making out, you know, with yeah. some lady or something like right. that. Or you were in a band, right? Yeah, or kind of had one. You you were in a band. I've been a lot. Yeah. Steven is the lead singer of the band, and he's single. What the fuck? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Intel. He gets the balls to talk to Natalie. He was his own worst enemy. Kind of. Right. His friend was kind of coaching him. He's like, you got to ask her out. It's like, what are you doing in high school? You're a 40-year-old with like crow's feet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I do like that scene, though, when he actually does go up and defend Natalie. And the one guy's like, oh, right, Steven. Yeah. Like his friend is being a bro. It's, a, it's pretty right. nice. and then i guess that's the other thing that i kind of noticed about like the symbology is like when she's kind of getting pushed around you know the the chick comes over is like where's my brother you killed my brother and then knocks like the milk out and then when she's at home and like all the phone calls comes she like knocks the milk her own milk out it's like she's crying over spilled milk Oh, damn. But that's the only thing. <laughs> he does so, this. Yeah. You get I, used to it. I love it. That's great. You're all shocked by it. We're used to it. Like, yep. <laughs> She's waiting. No, for she it. just was angry, and that's how she expressed it, by knocking a glass of milk off the counter. Yeah. She would see her house. I don't know. Fucking I don't know everyone. where he is. Stunk. <laughs> oh. That's why they have a cow in the backyard. You didn't she, see that. That was cut out of the movie, she too. Did, she did look good in the bikini. Yeah. They yeah. had to get that in there. Yeah. It's an yeah. 80s movie. 
It's true. Was there boobs in the yes. beginning yeah. part? Yeah. Yep. The first yeah. person that, that shows yeah. boobs he during, gets killed. The black the guy, you kind of assume the black guy gets killed because he came into like the, the car and was like reading the comics. And when they came back, he wasn't there. So assume he's dead. Yeah. You didn't see yeah. him at the end. Yeah, yeah. But they picked like the ugliest girl in the cast to be the one that showed her boobs. She's probably the only one who would agree. <laughs> true. That's how it goes. They'll remember uh, me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> remember the, me. The detective. Like he calls... His other guy, like, like at he two o'clock in the morning, yeah. and like, pretty much like, are you gonna be there? I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, why just, are you calling? Just go I back just, to bed. I just wanted to hear okay. your voice. <laughs> I was thinking about you. What you wearing? <laughs> that where he's interrogating the kids. He's like, one, you're telling me that these things live in the Gold yeah. Gate Bridge. <laughs> two, they killed fifteen kids and a bunch of my men. Three, you kill them with water. Yeah, he's like, you expect me to believe that? It's like, well, fifteen kids are dead, so you uh, should believe yeah. something. And Paula Savini, she could, you know, she had video proof, I mean, but it didn't really work. Maybe it was just right. her shit was oh, fucked up, but yeah. you know. Maybe I like to think that it's that they are like vampires, Un- okay. they're unfilmable or something like right. that. You can just take it to a Radio Shack and adjust the tracking, you know. uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> From someone who was a Radio Shack oh. manager for a couple years, I don't no. do that shit. <laughs> That's why they're out. Excuse of me, sir. I have this video. Problem. I have this horror movie. I need you to adjust for. Me? He gets a phone call in seven days, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they did man. have a lot of throwbacks to like star stuff. Like, I mean, Paula was wearing her aliens hat, and so was her friend. Yeah, and like she was eating C three PO cereal, and yeah, these are the not things I've ever noticed. Yeah, leave it to Justin. I it's love right it. There. No, this is great. it's right there I'm, in plain sight. I'm learning. Yeah. Things. What's his or her name? Dog. You named your dog Dog. It's better than cat. I was gonna. I was thinking about naming him cat, but and then he lied straight to them because his dog's name was Elvis. <laughs> well, he's trying to be cool in front of the cool kids in uh. the third basemobile. <laughs> yeah. I felt really bad for the biker guy, not the maniac biker, but the biker guy who was all by himself, just like mm, nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> and then, like the guy comes up there, like he didn't notice him. Chains, the guy with the chain, comes up there. I guess he's the other biker, but he and then he just biker. like whips him off of the the Takes bike. His bike. He's yeah. like, hey, can I help you? <laughs> can I help you, buddy? I like when they come up to the the two. Like, you guys interested in the game? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. The guy in the full archer costume with the bow and arrow is interested in playing fucking right. Gedge. That's how cool these kids are, though. They're just like any. They would. They don't want to hang out with Steven because Steven. Yeah, he's gross. a loser. Fuck Steven. But any random melting person that comes up to him in the park at night, like at eleven o'clock, like, hey, you want to hacky sack? What's up? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Just that that scene that it didn't make sense though. But he says, hold on, I, I should probably stop saying that because, you, yeah. But like, so they kill everybody, but Natalie's in the in the van. Yes. And then they're just like banging on the van and then hand goes through the van. And then just seconds later, you know, you hear like the thunder and they're still banging. It's like, that's your cue to run, guys. Like, yes. you know, it's about to rain. But then the cops come up on the van. They should have seen these maniacs just exiting. It's like, who are those guys? Okay. <laughs> what did they say? Like, are you in trouble in here? Or I, they had the like van a cheese was, line. was rocking, but now it is no longer. Yeah. And then, and then she's crying. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a <laughs> poor <Yeah>. her. <laughs> All of her friends died on her. And... Um. So the writer of this film, Mark Patrick Corducci, had one other decent writing credit to his name. He wrote Pumpkinhead, yeah. another one of those like so kind of bad it's good horror movies. Not nearly to the level of Neon Maniacs, but. Pumpkinhead kind of took itself a little too seriously, but uh, 
after watching this, you can definitely see the pumpkin head inspiration. The of, guy likes making up monsters. Because, he again, does. he's like, I could tell a movie about, like, a spooky scarecrow. Yeah, Lance Henderson's going to fight. The- no. No. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. I don't know what Pumpkinhead, a new demon that we've never seen before. This guy just made him up out of whole cloth. That's, that's good. That's-, that's where the money is. You make your candy mans, just like your, ab- your crazy mythologyed up characters. You got, you're, you're in. Right. Other than that, yeah, the, the director of this directed one other movie. Alligator. I think he. I think the, uh, the most other thing he had on his IMDb. Is that the credits, one in the pool? Alligator. No, the, the alligator's the one with Burt Reynolds. Oh, I believe. What's the one I'm thinking of? Where there's like a alligator, or crocodile, or whatever that's in a pool, and the dude's trapped in there. Oh, um, I don't. That one. There's that other that Toby Hooper, where it's like the dude that feeds people to the alligators. But that's not what you're thinking of. I'm sure. No, this is like within like the last five years or so. I want to say it is. Our guys trapped in a pool to now. There, I remember there are two girls trapped in a pool, but there there was no alligator. That's, it was like an empty pool. That's the whole, oh, just, that's the whole movie. It's yeah, I want to say. it's it's pretty much uh, you know life of pie, <laughs> but an alligator. Uh, I've not seen that one. That's, there's a lot of movies where people are like, there's the one where they're trapped in the sauna. I want to say it's like four hundred and like four hundred two degrees or something like that. Just kids in the sauna, just slowly roasting. So, that sucks. Yeah, it's it, yeah. There's a, a bunch of that sucks. Trapped on a ski lift. Oh, that oh. sucks. Frozen was great. That yeah, was, I was did great. Love <laughs> I just let it go. That could happen. Let yeah. it go. That's the best part of those movies is seeing how, like, how are they going to get in this situation? What yeah. what terrible twist of fate? You know, like, uh, it all started with uh, open water. We're going to go swimming. Oh, two people are going to come back on, get their names checked off. Oh, they decide to go back in. But they don't adjust the list, and now you got two people that Nobody come Nobody knows. Man. See, I, I love movies like that. I want to I come, come up with a movie like that, but it has to be real. Like, something that could really happen to you. That- Why don't we just do it to somebody? <laughs> because okay. it's illegal. It's a felony. Well, that's, that's do it to somebody bad. The, yeah, the next fine. roundabout with games that we do, the loser will be the one that has to, okay. to do whatever. Let's it is. just do movie trivia and we'll fucking have Justin, Justin do again. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I spanked him on one of them. Did you? One. Yeah. I don't believe you. It was yours. He didn't know Inception and on one one and... question. No, the whole thing. He got one point, and I got like what six or so. <laughs> was it all about Inception? No, it was like other things. It was. It's a, it's side yeah. side note about Justin. <laughs> fucking terrible when it comes to movie. Trivia. What was the last? I one? find that actually hard to believe, given the, the limited. Oh, in- believe it. If it's wow. like Jackie Chan or <laughs> <laughs> that's racialist. <laughs> what, well, what was we all have our expertise. What was the last one that we did? Where you picked music, movie from theme it? songs. Twenty yeah. of them. I got like seventeen out of twenty. And Justin got like one because they're all '80s and '90s. It was theme like, songs. I look for the meaning the, behind. But it. the thing is, is like <laughs> some of the songs were saying the name of the movie, and you. Were I got all of those. Space <laughs> Jam. No. I got all of those. What the fuck is this one? <laughs> it was Mortal Kombat, and you're like uh, Street uh. Fighter. <laughs> Well, guys, what would we change about this movie if we had to go in and make an adjustment to this Oscar award winning? (laughs) Easy, the ending. Yeah, have an ending. ending. There was no ending. They thought that they were going to be able to do. They were they were setting it up for like, oh, it'll be a crazy, awesome franchise. We're gonna we've created the rich tapestry of characters. It's gonna be the whole thing, and then of course nothing happened. I kind of wonder if the the like the cop or or the, the detective. When he got pulled into the van, does he now become a maniac? That'd be fun. That's, that's, that's kind of what I thought. That'd be a neat twist. It's like they have a soldier. They, they can use Chief. a detective. They, other authority figures. And he comes out and he's like, he still remembers like the station of his yeah. like his office. So he kind of goes back to the thing. And I think that that's a compelling sequel yeah. to me. See, you know, they 
we're in the day and age where everybody does remakes of everything, like classics. It's like this movie. And was, Jeremy's like, don't fucking touch it. This movie <laughs> so, was good, but this is a movie that it was. They could have. They could redo nowadays and actually with a bigger budget and come up with an ending. Yeah. But instead, we're going to make another Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, you know, Leatherface is my favorite horror villain, but I think they've done enough of those there remakes. There was that really prequels. bizarre, that Michael Bay touched remake from what, 2016-ish? With Rihanna? Was that where, was it Rihanna in it? Or what, is it with the battleships and stuff? No, or? Remake. Oh, oh well, with <laughs> Battleship. No, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, where, oh. where he like owned a pot farm. It was like Jason on a pot farm. <laughs> I'm not, I, that is how it was. I mean, it was, it was like a terrible. Monty, that sounds like something up your Or alley. it's like the, the, uh, uh, the leather face, oh, like a leather face remake. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not Texas. That, that was Friday the 13th. I apologize. Jessica Biel was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. remake. Yeah. That's yes. There's a, so there's there were a whole some thing. Okay. Ones, but there's been so many shitty Texas Chainsaw remakes I and like continuations and yep movies <laughs> i don't know why like movie they feel the need to remake classics like we're yeah, gonna do absolutely. a shot for shot remake of psycho no go back and find movies that had potential but there's a movie that uh, i saw a long time ago called soul survivor and, and it's not the one with elijah dushku it is a movie about a woman who's on a plane and it crashes and she's the only survivor and then for the rest of the movie weird things happen that keep trying to kill her like a car gets put out a park and in neutral and rolls down the hill and almost hits her. It is exactly final destination. I was going to say they made it's, that. <laughs> yeah. Except soul survivor came out in 1983. Right. So it's, it's a weird little, but it's like, this is just final destination, but final destination does it flashier. Yeah. So to me, I, I'm, I don't know if they intended it to be a remake and it's just like, they don't talk about it, but that's what I would like to see is like, take neon maniacs, redo it. Have a, a, a actual through line. You can put in the the person with exposition. They have the big book of maniacs. Like, see, it's like thirteen ghosts. You got. They need run. an they need an editor and stick with a production that sees it all the way through. Yeah, this could That's be a web it. series. Rob Neon Zombie Mania. directed. The only thing that fixes this movie is a time machine and then like a briefcase of money from. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> right. Don't say that. I, you can't. <laughs> I mean, some of the people were talented afterwards, like Natalie's character. I mean, she was in like Basic Instinct, and yes, I mean, I, I mean in the sense that you can stop the production problems. Like you have the money to shore it up. Like right. nobody go home sick or do whatever. Just all just focus. So we can get through this, and I, then let's change the ending. So just show up like a beneficial producer, time producer, right? And just come time. back this, with a badge. This is the type of movie that I want to make someday. I want to make a cheesy '80s horror slasher movie. And that's that's my goal. After we do these movies these back ones. here, then we're going to do all that. In, like, yeah. uh, there's a few of them that fell down during the oh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah. These post-its behind Jeremy here. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, there was a few lines in, in this movie. It was like, if you ever get caught, are you going to be like, you caught me? Like <laughs> when Paula did that when the cop caught her. Or like, he's like, now we're cooking tonight. Did you say cooking? Cooking. 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 <laughs> we're going to really be cooking. 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 We're cooking with this podcast. Do it tonight. again, Justin. You caught me. Yeah. It was like, well, she's at the door, you know, looking, and then she doesn't ex uh, suspect the cop that's behind her. He grabs her shoulder, and she's like, you caught me. <laughs> like, here's, here's the thing with this movie is I think that because of the money and running out of money, they went with one take on a lot of these things. Possibly. Yeah. Just, You're like, Good, we got it. Mark it. Let's I've go. I've been there before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else recognize the cop that Paula was getting in, like you know, getting into it with? Where she the one who got killed 
No, the one no, riding the, the bicycle. The one, riding the one the bike? Which, which is riding the bike. He's riding her bike. Right. Okay. She's like, You're breaking my bike. And then he, she rides away and says, like, oink, oink. Oink, oink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does, like, you know, he's going to. This gonna, little draw, quick draw he thing. Was, I, I forgot to look him up because when I watched it again, I was like, I know him from stuff. Like, he's actually either that or I'm very racist. And <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, probably. Was, we'll was, go with that. Was Sir Lawrence, it was what Sir was Lawrence his Olivia. name? Uh, well, I don't. See, that's the thing. It's like, he doesn't top, have a name. Top number three. That's the thing. Like IMDb doesn't have very good <laughs> character yeah. names. Was he Eugene? Sure. PR Paul. <laughs> PR Paul. That's, that's the name. They don't have a picture for him, so there's oh. no pic- There's a John Lafayette. Oh, actually, I think that is him. John Lafayette. Is it? It's the only black dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's him. Are you sure? He was in Eddie Murphy, Doctor Doolittle. He was in Stir of Echoes. Is he in Sneakers? Sneakers. Let's see. What year did that come out? Sneakers came out in 90, 92. Nope. I don't see anything. Okay. I don't think he's the cop. There was, there was two black guys in this. Was there? Justin. Yeah. I'm going to. This episode took a dark turn. I'm sorry. Categorizing black people. I just really felt like I'd seen him in other things. It had one of those, just like he had a presence that was like, he'd been on like a bunch of episodes of deep space nine or something, (laughs) that, that sort of thing. Yeah. They really, I don't know if he's credited or not. Oh, uh, let's see. He was in Dark Man. He was in Prince of Darkness, <gasps> Boys in the Hood. Dark Man. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's why I recognize him because he's the guy that he's the guy that uh, Durant comes up to. And it's like point number one, and he puts a cigar cutter on his finger and he cuts it off. Oh like, yeah. I he, make the decisions in this town. Point number two. Blah blah blah. Point number three. I have seven more points. He hasn't that, done anything it's, since it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank he hasn't you. done anything since '95. <laughs> but probably because well, he died what, oh. two years ago. What a bring down. Dark Man, The Spring. (laughs) All right, but that's it. That's exactly why I know him. Star Trek. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I did it. (laughs) Was it Deep Space Nine? Or Uh, Next Generation? Next Generation. Okay, I was just off by a couple years. In the episode of Code of Honor, 1987, he played Lutan. Okay, Lutan. Well, I like him. He was also in the (gasps) A-Team. The A-Team. That's a... If you ever so want to do a show was, about 80s he was, television. He, he was the other black guy. <laughs> black guy number three. I pity the fool. <laughs> so right. the, the ending is pretty much all that we all agree that we'd change. I would agree it's that so it abrupt. needs to have an ending. I would yeah. like a little bit of backstory like on some of the maniacs. Where it where it finished off at, you know, the, the detective. It, the, Paula is pretty much the only person who kind of knows everything. Natalie and Steven hasn't experienced, like, I mean, because they were busy getting... Down the gook, yeah, <laughs> gook, and he's like, "Are you ready for the gook?" <laughs> yeah, and he's swooning and stuff. But I mean, because the cops doesn't know. I mean, like they thought they cleared this place, so they're just back to zero. So yeah. they're like, "Oh, this place is cleared. We don't have a uh, detective anymore." So <laughs> they didn't expect an extra dimensional portal in the back of a van, yeah, right. or whatever. Yeah, like no, in Ghostbusters. So. Thinking of speaking of uh, of Paula though, there's something that I consider, and that is that she knows everything, but she didn't just know it like she's not that character that like you just go to and like she actually worked for it. she did a right? uh yeah you know yeah she, she trial and error she's like diligence. crucifix didn't work garlic didn't work right. she threw water and a bucket that was right you know squirt on all that she was right because she saw him melt in the puddle yeah. she didn't know she knew that there were monsters That's she what, got lucky yeah she came up with like four things and then she tried like, oh, she tried what the movies told her and then she was like well i'll just use what i saw 
And I think that I, I respect that. that what was she, was this supposed to be holy water? Did she pray over it or was it just like think, water like gremlins? I mean, I gremlins was is, before this, wasn't it? Uh, yes, 81. Right. I think that's just the net, the, the running thing of water that's moving. Like there are vampire mythos that if you took a, a vampire and put him into like a river, it would dissolve. Like it's like, it doesn't have to be holy water, just moving water in the, the parlance of monsterisms and things like right. weaknesses. So having an ending, yes. The music, eh. The music, the sound effects, and everything like everything was should have been, should have yeah. been Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the Spiria last night. That's funny. <laughs> should have been Goblin. Everything between 1982 and 1990 should have been Goblin. Beyond Maniacs. Trolls too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? That's it. I'm pretty much. I'm good. What's that? Uh, obviously, it's good. That that movie had an eight. That eight. was. That Not was, because it wanted to. <laughs> no. That movie had almost as good of ratings as Pulp Fiction. <laughs> well, you know, Pulp it Fiction is, has its uh, problems. <laughs> was that that was the second highest horror movie we've ever rated, next to uh, the one Evil cut, Within, One Cut of the Dead, and One Cut of the Dead. That's yeah, a, that's One Cut of the Dead is fantastic. Again, I don't want to like <laughs> give any grand illusions that this is like some sort of like freak show awesome masterpiece it is it is not but it is like a weird a gem like things about it work that shouldn't work like it's objectively it has a ton of problems it's got all these you know bad ending bad this bad that and yet when it fires it, it fires well like when it actually pulls things off like the train scene and i think the oh, park yes. scene and i just think it's like for what it is, like it should have been much, much worse. There shouldn't have even been the maniac should have just looked bad, you know. Like a, the doctor should have just been like wearing scrubs with blood on it, <laughs> yeah. like going to a frat party. You know, that's but no, they pulled something together despite all these disadvantages. There's certain creative elements that I was hoping for. Like they even did a dream sequence that is like, what's what's the point of that? Right. Where she was just <laughs> right. trying to get. I'm like, you're a swimmer and you're trying to get out of. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. Okay. <laughs> That acid rain, though, could have been a real thing if you've ever it was been to just blood rain, wasn't San it? San Francisco. No, blood rain. <laughs> Why the blood rain? And then uh, Daniel Bryan is out there just trying to swim everywhere. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. We all know this. Yes. Like, yes. yes. Swim. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Jeremy, you got anything in the barrel? Yeah, we, oh, we're do. ready to make that ho- go around the horn again. Yeah. Getting so, ready for the next rotation. What do you got? Well, since the, it's going to be October. Wait, no, turn, turn that music. I got better closing music for us. Okay. Is it going to work? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going, since it's going to be released on October 11th, I'm going to do a uh, horror movie. I'm going to do, it's going to be a movie from 1987. It's one of the very first horror movies I remember watching that I loved. And it's, like I said, the 1987 movie, The Gate, uh, starring <gasps> Stephen Dorff, uh, Krista Denton, Lewis Tripp, Kelly Rowan. One of my fit, Justin. You look confused. I feel like I know this. And I I'm think sure I really like it. I'm sure you've seen it. The but gate that is excellent. Is, That's a good choice. That is definitely. Thank you. That is uh, what we're going to be watching. Nice, nice. I picked mine today. I watched it today because you left your shutter up, and uh, my my pick for the next rotation. We're going to watch Straight Edge Kager. Ooh, that's Justin's favorite. It is so bad. It's good. Hmm. We'll see. Starring Danny Yen. Danny Yen? <laughs> Danny Yen. Donnie Yen's brother? Yeah. <laughs> huh. you, you haven't even picked yet, have you? I this was thinking about doing like a... part of the part of the rotation is where we get to pick our movies. I was thinking about doing a 
kind of a drama in horror esque. Uh, it's about like vampire, oh, a vampire in Twilight. particular. Rush so hour. It's gonna be no, no. <laughs> it's a a B rated movie that could have been if with a budget would have been Shocker. awesome. <laughs> That's your what? pick is B rated. What? <laughs> I pick all the best, but yeah, it's called Blood and Donuts. All really right. awesome. I can't recall the actors off the top of my nogs, but uh, it's really good. Really good. All I love right. it. It makes you cry every time. Every every so, time. Just so like good. just like sex with Justin. So. Anyway. <laughs> thank you so much for listening into this episode. Dave, thank you for coming hey, and being part of me. this catastrophe with us. I can see his gook. <laughs> his gook all over this room. Um Thank you for listening. By the way, if you want to check out Neon Maniacs, which I highly recommend you need to at least once, you're able to watch it on Tubi for free. You can watch it on YouTube for free. You can watch it on YouTube. You can fast forward a little bit if you're not filling it after the first 10 minutes. Or you can completely ignore what he just said and go on the ride of your life. It's like Splash Mountain. You just got to get a little wet. <laughs> but not if you're a Neon Maniac. But not if you're die. a Neon Maniac, you will die. Uh, but don't be disappointed. There's not much neon in it besides the guck. Uh, but everyone have a great night. We are the Boundless Podtrap Movie Review. Stick around. In a couple of weeks, you'll get to hear the actual Boundless Podtrap we don't know what's going to be on it, but it's going to be great. Oh, yes. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.